Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off ends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store calls account for details. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Wow, so that last episode was over 70 minutes. I mean, I know you know that because, you know, person that is listening to this episode, you listened to the last episode, right? Right? (laughs) So, in preparing for this episode, I was thinking and looking at the topics, you know, do I have enough to talk about in this, you know, for this episode? And then... I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Okay. All right. We got enough now. of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, or TikTok. It's all the same at Trend Chat 24-7. We are available on most popular podcast outlets. Also, TrendChat247.com. So, I was just going to say this at the beginning. Like, share, and subscribe tell your friends and let's let's continue to grow that's something i tend to say at the end when i remember it um also something i don't mention often is our email is trenchat 24 Ooh, wow what was that (laughs) um trenchat 24 7 at gmail.com so um wonder if i can even i'm gonna try to edit that out (laughs) i had to edit this part out but okay anyway um (laughs) so also uh, before i got sidetracked with (laughs) with my voice i guess i should mention like uh my other i guess account uh, i guess it'd be my my personal account um is brian l bledsoe on instagram and twitter so Ah well, if you noticed, for the people who have been listening frequently, that this intro, I normally I would just say all of that and kind of get to it. Um, I am taking my time because, um, you know, after playing that 
clip from the Democrat nominee for president of the United States, Joe Biden. Huh. Well, for one, I'm guessing you've already heard it. And if you haven't, I know. I would say you've been living on a rock, but look, I'm not going to act like nobody's like everybody's heard that. But um, that was from a interview with uh, for a show called The Breakfast Club. And um, he was talking to a you know black host named Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God or something like that. And um, so anyway, but yeah. And um, if you heard it and all that and all the response from across the board really and even on both sides in a way where uh, this was a been this been the outrage of the past what, 48 hours 72 hours really I guess and um I mean for what so I'm guessing if you're listening you may think that I'm gonna be the next one gonna start you know saying how outraged i am about it which don't get me wrong i i think it's offensive as you know and a number of other things as far as being racist and just uh, uh yeah but for me i would i'm just not as outraged about it only because it's something i hear all the time um, I guess this have really shined a light on what people like myself who are conservative, um, or just anyone that is, that's not, you know, that, that doesn't agree with Democrat policies, progressive or liberal policies, whatever. This is something, you know, if you're a a minority. I'm not even gonna say it black. So any any sort of minority that is not agreeing with these policies and and speak out about it, this is something you hear all the time in different shapes, you know, and forms and whatever like that. Because um, yeah, for any person that doesn't agree with liberal politics, this is par for the course, I guess you would say. And sure. Well, a couple, like a day later, like he apologized and all that, saying that he was too cavalier, you know, and he's not taking the African American community for granted. And, but I mean, come on, he just apologized for being too honest. Because, again, whether it's from black liberals or white liberals, all whatever, it's all the same names. It's you know, you're a traitor to your race. You know, I'm I'm a sellout. You're a coon. You're um, Uncle Tom or Oreo or whatever, or, um, whatever the name was, Samuel Jackson's character in Django Unchained and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is, I hear this, this is like the, the first line of argument anyone pulls out. And so, yeah, so this is something that's <laughs> not surprising to hear. And uh, and I'm guessing Joe Biden didn't think twice about it himself when he said it, because for one, um, if you look at the numbers, I mean, you talk about a demographic that 
votes 90% for one party. So why wouldn't he feel that way? And also, if you notice, if you listen to the whole clip, so if you haven't heard it, so it's from, like I said, a show called The Breakfast, Breakfast Club. And um, Joe Biden was on there and he was answering questions and whatever. <clears throat> and what if you listen to the clip, right? It didn't even bother the host that heard it. Because <laughs> when he said it, the host, Charlemagne, he came back and he didn't mention anything about that. The first part about saying, you know, if if you have a problem between um, voting for Trump or, you know, me, you're not black. He didn't say nothing about that part. He just focused on the Trump part and saying, well, it's not about Trump. Didn't even just totally glossed over that first part of it, which that's not surprising either, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Charlemagne probably heard that. And like, yeah, didn't think twice about it. He probably like, yeah, that's he probably thinks the same thing. Probably said the same thing to, to people like myself. Whether, you know, probably haven't maybe haven't said in public. I'm pretty sure you probably I'm pretty sure you probably have said it, but don't know for sure don't really um follow him anyway to even have an idea i mean i've seen some stuff but yeah um so for one biden for like he said he was too cavalier he was too comfortable because he knows that he knows that the case he knows that's true and he just kind of just got too comfortable and were you know just said the 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 too honest <laughs> part of it as opposed to, um, you know, trying to be diplomatic or trying to be, you know, pol politically correct about it. And look, like I said, you know, you don't have to be a Republican, or, you know, a black Republican, a black conservative, whatever like that. That doesn't matter. Like you could be a black libertarian or just disagree with these, uh, with the policy of the Democrat Party, that's that's all that you need to do, and not not even disagree, just question it, and you will get all these <laughs> um, slanderous terms thrown at you. Because <laughs> um, you know, one doesn't agree <clears throat> with the economics of envy. I will say, with people who want to raise taxes to get money you know from others just because they don't got it or the self-destructive policies you know to kill the unborn infringe on our second amendment rights enable the democrats on illegal immigration restricting our religious you know freedom i mean if i don't agree with none of that right then i'm all of those terms, all those like the Oreos of Uncle Tom's. Actually, there's a documentary that's going to come out called Uncle Tom, which is, if, I think, like the subtitle, like the oral history of the black conservative, which um, uh, I think it's going to be it's executive produced by Larry Elder. It's got a number of people um, in it people who've actually been on the podcast before uh brandon tatum i saw he's in it um uh, candace owens in it and um actually uh 
I would say a mentor of mine, um, Eugene Ralph is in it. He, and which I was surprised. I didn't know he was in it. Like he, he didn't tell me he was in the, in the movie, but, um, um, but yeah, so yeah, that documentary, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk with someone, um, the, the director or someone with, with the movie before it comes out, or at least sometime in the next couple of months. And, but yeah, you will get all those terms just by, not agreeing like i said if you if you don't agree with high taxes and infringing on your second amendment rights and you know you, you want strong borders and all of that then if you're on social media or anything or you if you're out at a protest or something they're just gonna say oh you just you're not black enough or, you know, like Biden said, you know, you're not black. You know, you ain't black just because of that. And, you know, <laughs> I just going to trying to make sure I want to say this with all clarity. And this is all I'm going to say on this. So hear me now. Biden and the rest can say whatever they want. You ain't black. You know, also, don't forget, he also was the one that said they're going to put you back in chains some years ago. Talking about if you, know, if you don't vote for Democrats, they're going to put you back in chains. So. Biden and the rest. You can say whatever you want. But I'll tell you this right now. There is nothing. And your freedom hating. High taxing. Baby killing totalitarian parasite of a party that will make me want to vote for you. My last Democrat vote was in 2004. And honestly, it could have been for a cup of piss on that ballot. Wouldn't have known. I just checked the D because that what I was told to do. But understand this. That was the last time ever. This is Trend Chat. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat. Also contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism. With over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. What's going on? It's Brandon Tatum and you're listening to Trend Chat. So you want to keep America great, but you don't know where to go to get some Trump-centric gear? Check out TrumpMug.com. And if you put in the code TRENDCHAT, you get 10% off. So at TrumpMug.com, they have flags, coins, mugs, of course. So go to TrumpMug.com, put in the code TRENDCHAT, get 10% off. Again, TrumpMug.com with the code TRENDCHAT for 10% off. So, um... I guess after, like I said, I'm not so much outraged about it, but I guess 
just got a, a tad bit angry about it, I guess. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah. So um, also, and speaking about documentaries, actually, um, I know I mentioned about the one uh, with no, as I as you heard, Brandon Tatum, um, Brandon Tatum, he's in this documentary called uh, called Uncle Tom. Oops, <laughs> missed that. So um, you could tell it's been a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Speaking of documentaries, there was the documentary created equal Clarence Thomas in his own words, which we talked to the director back on episode 163, uh, the director, Michael Pack. And that was before the um, movie was out in theaters, but it played last week on PBS um, on Monday of last week. And I remember, you know, I put out all over social media about it and all that. Now, if you missed it, for one, <laughs> given I told you now, you've already missed missed it when it was on then. But here's the thing. If you go to PBS, um, the PBS website, I think well, PBS.org, they're still streaming. So it's free to stream. So you can go there, go to PBS.org and, and watch the documentary um to june 1st so this week i guess to the end um to next monday i think so yeah check that out it, um it's a great documentary and i, I really recommend it and, you know check that out so and speaking of documentaries just i i don't have too much about this in in particular, I didn't watch the documentary on FX about Norma McCorvey. Um, if you don't know who Norma McCorvey, she is the Jane Roe in Roe versus Wade. And there's, I guess, been a bit of controversy because, like I said, I didn't watch it. I honestly just forgot about it. Um, mainly, mainly because I saw it from FX. <laughs> and FX just recently did a mini series. I, I think it's still going on on Phyllis Schlafly. Schlafly. <laughs> um, uh, that was called Miss America, and I remember when I heard about this a couple of years ago that they was going to make a documentary on her, and I like this. It's not going to be. It's just going to be a, another hit job on a on a conservative from a liberal studio, which is now it, it's. From all the reports from um, from conservative media, it, it is what I thought it was going to be anyway. And so FX has this documentary. When I saw that, saw that as well, I was like, there's a reason why. Because why would they want to highlight someone that I'm pretty sure um, a lot of people at that, you know, at that studio, you know, vehemently disagree with as far as with um uh, Norman McCorvey as far as being a pro-life advocate and all that. So anyway, after um there's been so there was I guess a promo a trailer or whatever put out about it and it was saying that you know she made a deathbed confession that um she was paid to be pro-life in a way that it was all an act as far as her, um, her being pro-life for all these years. So, 
you know, I will see in the, the reaction to that as well. And um, for me, it was quite simple because for one, this is this is kind of like someone that was a except for that was a pastor in a church or some a very famous Christian or whatever. And then all of a sudden they just they announced that I'm not a Christian anymore. OK, I mean, I I will hope you, you know, would come back and and actually become a Christian because and so I whenever I hear those those stories about somebody that that's been a Christian that've been in the public eye and all of a sudden they've you know they just recanted their their Christianity or whatever that doesn't change the message so regardless of insert whatever famous Christian that all of a sudden that is not a Christian anymore that doesn't change the fact that Jesus is the way the truth and the life it doesn't change that there's um you know as as far as the gospel repenting and believing in the gospel that doesn't change anything um i know i guess for the people who maybe are following that person they will feel some sort of betrayal and i understand that but in the big picture of it all it, it doesn't matter um in the same case about this so just like what I posted on social media, on Twitter in particular, I put regardless if Norman McCorvey is pro-life or not, abortion is still murder. So nothing has changed just because she may, if, if it was all an act for her or whatever like that, okay, that's unfortunate. and um, But still, abortion is still murder. So the that that truth does not change just because someone else doesn't feel that way and just because someone who maybe has got some notoriety out of um out of being uh, being an advocate or whatever that still doesn't change what what the truth is so so yeah that i mean that was that's all i really had to say about it um like i said for the people who were you know, have been working with her and all that. I can understand, you know, um, I, and like I said, I haven't really been following it that much other than that, but so I'm don't even, like I said, I didn't even see the documentary. I think it was earlier, um, uh, past couple of, well, no past couple of days, I guess, but I mean, I guess since I'm on the, issue of documentaries <laughs> um i saw all of you know the jordan documentaries the last dance which was a, you know, that was a great i guess you know documentary looking back is on the on the championship for the um, chicago bulls on the, their last year uh, winning their sixth championship it was it was pretty good i i enjoyed that that was um some stuff that I haven't 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 seen at all before, and uh, just just some of the behind the scenes stuff. And for one, if if people have been following Michael Jordan, it's his career or just about him personally. Um, for me, it wasn't shocking to see 
how intense he was as far as and I guess in a way bullying his teammates and all that and being so intense and on winning and everything that it didn't shock me it was stuff that you've either you know you even maybe heard from uh other players that you know other teammates of his and everything it just it was just that one part to hear it coming from him and and you know basically just confirming a lot it's especially when it comes to um how he treated people on on his team and he had his reasons for it and um actually got a little bit emotional about it at that when talking about that you know jordan was when he was talking about i guess his methods as far as trying to motivate the team so but yeah that wasn't surprising and I don't think you don't you know don't seem like going to be something that's going to that would uh, hurt his reputation because um I think most people already had an idea about that anyway so so <clears throat> just wanted to wanted to I guess like I said I, I've been talking about documentaries <laughs> and so now I guess I will talk about that one. <laughs> Uh, well, also, there's another documentary <laughs> that I'm watching on The Undertaker, <laughs> which uh, it's called The Last Ride. It's almost similar to the Jordan one. <laughs> Jordan was called The Last Dance. This is called The Last Ride about The Undertaker. And I'm watching that on WWE Network. So <laughs> um, all these documentaries. But but um, I will say check out the Clarence Thomas documentary. Like I said, it's on PBS.org. Check that out. So now. We're not even going to go to a break because I'm just going to go straight into this because, well, for one, because I've talked about this enough in previous episodes, last couple especially, is um, because right now, this is... (laughs) This is not so much the inv- I oh I forgot to get the sound I knew it was something I was I forgot to do I was gonna get a, a like a new sound for the inventory update but I well I guess one reason why because I knew I wasn't gonna do much of one because there's not much um f- that I've seen because I didn't I didn't really go into any of these places um maybe once I think <laughs> thinking since the last episode or so but anyway. But what I've noticed is that, again, toilet paper, for the most part, is back fully stocked. Um, hand sanitizer is still very scarce. And also disinfectant wipes and all that. That's still very scarce. I, I see it, but maybe one or two is on the shelf by the time I get in there. And so I will keep saying, even right now, here it is, late May. I think, this, you know, when it comes to those supplies if you want it it's still what i've been saying still applies you got to get there early in the morning whether you know if it's walmart or whatever you got to get there when it opens um if you even want a chance to get some of the, uh some of this whether it's like i said hand sanitizer or um or um, disinfectant wipes disinfectant spray and all that so like i said toilet paper is fine that, that tends to be, be there uh, in most places, because I think I mentioned before, it's the the rural areas in the country are still 
maybe a little bit behind as far as getting everything. So you may go to some, um, <clears throat> go to a, like a Walmart that's like not in, not near a major city and the toilet paper may be on the shelf, but it's not nearly as, you know, it's not fully stocked yet. And yeah, also we have in a lot of places with like a meat shortage, uh, where fast food restaurants are not, I went to one Wendy's, um, in Minnesota and they weren't selling any, um, uh, any double or triple cheeseburgers or anything. Not saying I was going to get one, but you, you don't even have that option because of the meat shortage. And also I've been seeing that in the, in the stores as well, where, you know, you have empty shelves of beef and, and certain meats and whatever. So, um, but that's all this is on the slow road to recovery because we're getting back now. A lot of states are opening up more and more here and there. Um, I'm noticing it on the road. <laughs> and um, in saying that, let me just say this <laughs> because um, I, I know a lot of you have been, you know, cooped up in your house. You know, you kind of, you know, you quarantine yourself uh, over a month and all that. Um, I'm starting to think that on both sides, us as the, as a trucker that's been on the road all this time, and I, I haven't been in quarantine like that. But I think both of you know both of us, whether it's the ones that been driving all this time and the ones who haven't and just not getting back on the road after all this quarantine, I think we all need a little bit of a refresher course on how to drive because. I feel like on one end, people like myself or that, that were essential workers that have been driving through through town with no traffic has just been flooring it going about 60 to 70 in, in town. And now all of a sudden traffic is back to where it used to be and they don't know what to do with themselves. And on the other side, you have the people who have been cooped up in the house and they don't know how to drive. So it's just, I mean, yeah, I think we maybe need a little bit of refresher on that. But anyway, as more states are opening up and everything, and um, you know, restaurants are at the very least or having like every other booth is open and all that. So what I've noticed is, and this is something I've brought up in the last episode about. You know, wearing a mask and all that, and I, I mentioned why I wear a mask and and all, and if you don't want to wear one and all, so I, I've gone over that. Like I said, that was in the seventy minute episode. I mean, I didn't talk seventy minutes about that particular issue, but still, it's in that that episode from the last one. And so it, now it has become like a I don't know a political statement in a way to not wear a mask or to wear a mask or whatever like that, which I, I don't know. I wish it wouldn't be such a, uh, it's a partisan issue already as far as the whole wearing a mask and it, you know, the government didn't do itself any, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it didn't give the benefit of the doubt for the government cause they had contradicting, 
um, statements about wearing a mask. So now it just, so yeah. Anyway, that being said, personally, like I said, I think wearing a mask is ideal just in places like Walmart. That's why I would just say, cause I don't wear a mask all the time. Um, I wear, I don't wear it in the truck while I'm driving. I don't wear it while I'm outside. I don't wear it where if I'm, if there's plenty of distance between me and other people, um, you know, being on the road, being the trucker where, when I'm picking up these loads, um, a lot of times it's, there's not a lot of people around. And so we can very easily keep our distance <laughs> from each other. There's, there's no, um, cramping up of people where people are just, you know, kind of mushed in this small space. That's normally not the case. And so I don't wear a mask that much. The only time I do is when I'm in a place like Walmart, when there's just a whole lot of people and it just, um, regardless of the measures that they have in Walmart, one people don't, don't follow them. (laughs) And, um, so the chances of, um, being, I guess, socially distanced away from everyone is almost impossible in a place like that for those reasons. So that's, that's the time I would wear a mask. And so, and now by saying that, um, you hear all the criticism about, uh, oh, well, masks don't, masks don't work. It doesn't, you know, there's no point of wearing a mask and, you know, and all, and all of that to which I will say for one, I think this has been a, a big miscommunication and also think there's just a, um, an aspect that just not talked about enough when it comes to wearing a mask, because I would just, let me, let me just say this, right. This, about wearing a mask, the main purpose of wearing a mask or any sort of face covering is to prevent you from potentially spreading the virus. Let me say that again to prevent you from potentially you from potentially spreading the virus. It's not about you contracting the, the virus, the Corona, <laughs> it's not about you because it most of these masks most of them unless you got like the you know the surgical n95 mask or something like that whether your kids are taking notes or passing them reading textbooks or sending texts there will still be lots to see the school year and that's why pearl vision wants to help you ensure they see it all so they're covering the out-of-pocket cost or your insurance copay for your eye exam schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com valid prescription required valid at participating locations restrictions apply taxes extra see store for details ends 10 2021 exams available at the independent doctors of optometry at or next to pearl vision some doctors employed by pearl vision and we're back with breaking news the new coke zero sugar might be the best coke ever that's right jim with an improved taste and zero calories make sure jim Ooh, yes this tastes like the best coke ever to me we're on the air i need to try it first con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica ¿Será que la nueva coca-cola zero sugar es la mejor de todas descúbrela um, got something like that, but most of these masks, the cloth masks, whatever, they're not going to stop you from contracting it. But what it is going to do again, is going to prevent you from spreading it. And when I say you, cause one thing I brought up, you know, before is the case of people being asymptomatic and or, and or pre, um, pre symptomatic. And there is a percentage and 
if you're asymptomatic, meaning that you don't show any symptoms, but you have coronavirus, but you don't show any symptoms of it. So unless you've been tested and know for sure that you don't have it, you could have it and could be spreading it around. And that's what wearing a mask is about. That's it. That's all it is about (laughs) is from is preventing you from spewing whatever that's coming out of your mouth from going further away, further out than what it normally would. It just restricts that by wearing a mask. That's it. And I don't know why that is. That is not talked about enough. (laughs) I, I mean, if you look at, so I guess like the CDC, um, I, you know, they put their, put that part in there. Um, but I think that should be the main, um, just, it should be like put on the billboard <laughs> or whatever sign on at your store. Like, this is the reason why we asking you to wear a mask. It's because either you to protect people who are potentially spreading the disease because they don't know because they're asymptomatic because unless you get getting a test you have no idea if you have it or not the chances of of that happening who knows actually because being asymptomatic can range from a number of different percentages but i know there is a percentage and so if i am a business right now because of people who are maybe asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic, you know, to coronavirus, I would recommend them to wear a mask. If I was running a business business, I would recommend them wearing a mask to protect those who are knowingly or unknowingly higher risk from contracting it from you who may potentially have it. Now, look, all the percentages of all that could be low, but I don't see the, I don't see what's wrong with with putting on the mask just to go to um, if you're going to a store or something like that. But um, all that being said, I do not support any sort of government mandate of it. All these stores should make their own decisions. Because I think, like I said, this the whole wearing a mask thing is, has become such a political issue to the point to where you, if I make this... <laughs> If I make this argument, people think that I want some sort of government mandate. That's not the case at all. At all. I don't support any sort of government mandate as far as wearing a mask. I just think it's ideal ideal for people to do it um, on their own. And now it's become such a divisive issue that, um, you know, for someone like myself. So um, now that I've in support of wearing masks, at least in some cases, at least, um, it make it seem like, oh, well, you just one of those sheep, <laughs> or you just want to, you know, you just one of the weak ones, or whatever like that. You know what? And and what I'll say that I don't care. <laughs> I if that don't doesn't make me popular with amongst us, uh, us conservatives and others that want to think less of me or whatever, I, I don't care. <laughs> if I cared about um, popularity as far as or I cared about doing, you know. Um, whatever it is to whatever the I guess the trendy thing or amongst people I agree with I mean if we disagree on this I mean we just disagree that's fine um 
I mean, if I cared about wanting to, you know, not be criticized or want to be popular, I guess, in a way I would just, I guess I would just stay a Democrat and not, you know, wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, if that's how you feel, I mean, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm still going to wear my mask in certain areas and certain times, at least for the, for the time being, um, at least, you know, we get to a point to where, um, it becomes basically like everything else. If you get sick, you could just go, um, get treatment <laughs> like everything else. Once we get to that point, then just no point of, then there'd be no point of doing it. You can just live life as normal. We're not at that point yet. So anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I, 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 apparently it does. It does bother some <laughs> been seeing reports where people are just going off about, about having to, having to wear one. Like I said, unless if, if, cause I know some States, some cities or whatever are doing the government mandate of wearing one. Like yeah, I think in LA out there in Los Angeles. So, uh, any sort of mandate like that. Okay. I, I'll be right there beside you in, in fighting that wearing a mask <laughs> because I don't support a government mandate of it. So, so if you're protesting the government mandating wearing a mask, I'm right there with you. I think that shouldn't happen. And, but, uh, a private business, I mean, that, that's their business to, to <laughs> pun intended i guess <laughs> that's their business to um to recommend or even work, require people to wear that before they enter their business and i think this that's rational just to protect the customers you know their customers just in case just taking a precaution really so <clears throat> so um that went longer than i thought but um so we're going to hear a word from the founder project. And, um, after that, I guess we'll shout out the locations again, something I've been doing the past couple of episodes where we shout out the, the international and I guess also the domestic areas that are listening to trench at. And also, um, I guess I would also say, you know, I don't use the word hate a lot because, um, for one, that's a very strong word on, on anything and ought to, you know, should reserve that for things that you truly hate. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I really hate and I, I and I, I say that intentionally, one thing I really hate is, um, hate crime laws, politics and other stuff. Maybe this is trend chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Hello to fans of Trend Chat and Brian Bledsoe, the founding project, an education nonprofit dedicated to civics, invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with the founding project. The founding project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Hey, I'm Amy Robbins. And I'm Emily Valentine. And we are Not Your Average Gun Girls. And you're listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe.
Trinchant is proud to be a part of the Hashtag Life Tribe of Culture of Life as they seek to celebrate life through the world of fashion. Go to col1972.com and get 10% off your purchase when you enter the code TRENCHAT. All right, so, all right. Like I said, the past couple episodes, we have been shouting out, <laughs> I guess in a way, the, um, I guess the areas <laughs> in this vast wide world. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I'm stalling because I'm trying to find it. <laughs> so um, we've been showing the, I guess, well, showing Again, this is not video. <laughs> We've just been bringing up the areas that have been listening to Trend Chat. And I just want to give them a shout out because why not? Because apparently someone in these places are listening. So, <laughs> again, obviously, number one is as far as the the globe goes and the United States is obviously number one. <laughs> I mean, if I ever see that change. Yeah, that's not going to change. I can almost guarantee that's not changing. So, yeah, United States at over 90%, 95%, 98% really. Um, But, so we have a percentage that listen in Thailand and Brazil. Um, Speaking of Brazil, I think I just saw a story that um, Brazil, Brazil is the... Gets the new coronavirus hotspot right now, um, and President Trump has uh, um, restricted travel from Brazil right now. I think that's what I just saw recently. Um, so yeah, so Brazil and also the United Kingdom, so they always are on there as well. Now, as far as domestic, at the top, which. I haven't seen before, but I think I know why is, um, so I guess in the DC area, uh, Washington, Virginia, so in area, so I guess Northern Virginia, Washington, DC area. So that's at number one, but I think I know why, because I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode, uh, I was part of a heritage action, um, I guess, uh, promo that, that was circular, uh, circulating around, um, about you know saying no to state bailouts and i just did a little video for it and i was included in that and also so i was wearing my trench hat texas hat so maybe that's what's um why it's i know why it's such a high percentage for that after i guess after seeing me in that and so after that is um dallas which should be obvious. I, I will hope so. <laughs> uh, Fort Worth. Um, and I made that distinction. Dallas, Fort Worth. They're different. They're not the same place. <laughs> so, and I prefer Fort Worth. So anyway, um, Baton, Texas, Baytown or Baton, either way. Um, I think it's, ah, see, I forgot. I, I remember when I, when I talked to RJ Boatman about it and I asked him about it and I've forgotten which one he said is, is the correct way of saying it. But yeah, Baytown, Baton, one of the two. Uh, Rochester, Minnesota. Well, appreciate you listening. Lincoln, Nebraska. 
I appreciate you listening as well. Austin, Texas. I appreciate you listening. Even as crazy as Austin is, as I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this, but I want to still see Austin on this list. I mean, I don't think it's no surprise. Austin is the San Francisco of Texas. So, and, um, but that's like most state, uh, state capitals actually. So it's no, it's no different than any, any other state. Now, oh, okay. I do not know how to say this. But, hmm. Mil, mil <clears throat> okay. Um, Milpitas, Milpitas, California. Hmm. Have no idea. I don't think I actually got to look that one up. I don't think I've ever seen that on the, you know, driving through California. Hmm. That just kind of came out of nowhere. I'd really never seen that one. Okay. So, and the next one is Grapevine. That's still in the Dallas Fort Worth area, North Texas area. So, um, and Lubbock, Texas. So, I appreciate all, all of those areas, international, domestic. Appreciate you listening to Trend Chat. And so, again, as I mentioned in the beginning, like, share, subscribe. Give, um, you know, that. Let's continue to grow this podcast. I'm not going to call it the movement, <laughs> but, um, and yeah, so I appreciate everyone again, again. And as I've played the, um, uh, the promo from culture of life right before, um, starting this segment, I, I want to reiterate that all of our podcast partners, whether it's, whether it's Trumpmo.com, culture of life, or 1776united.com all of them are providing supplies as well whether it is mask or sanitizer or even i think trumpmud.com even has um face shields um on there so if you want some of those supplies you can check out all of them and you can put in the code trenchat at any one of them that's the code for all three of them if you you know if you go to any of those uh websites you put in trend chat, you get 10 to 20% off on your purchase. So, uh, just want to make sure I reiterate, reiterate that. And so kind of go back to what I was saying. Uh, like I said, I don't use the word hate too much because <laughs> I don't think, you know, she reserved that for something. I, I said that already, but so I, the one thing about what I mentioned about, you know, you know, I hate hate crime laws because I think crime is a crime. If you kill someone, uh, that should carry the, uh, a stiff enough penalty as it is. So to add the word hate on it, because I would think if you if you kill somebody, especially if it's murder, I mean that's some form of dis distaste at least <laughs> um, of that other individual. <laughs> so there's some hate there anyway. I, I would think. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, this whole, the, the, these laws, like I said, these hate crime laws, they just, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I said, crime is crime and just don't need to add more to it because it's already, um, you already have, if you want a higher penalty for whatever that is, then 
advocate for the crime in general. It doesn't have to be because it's focused on a particular um, demographic or minority or something like that to make it to make it even more heinous. So but anyway, the reason why I mentioned that is because kind of going back, I think I talked about in the last episode about uh, what happened with Armand Arbery and all that. And now, uh, actually, I don't even know. I, I know it's been thrown out that it won't that um, the the men who were, are suspected to have, you know, to um, suspected of, of murder and that have been arrested for the um, for, uh, for the death of Ahmad Arbery, and it's being, I guess, considered to be for uh i guess to be considered a hate crime um because of it and you know for one like i said regardless of this situation or any other situation it's it just that it's just a, a, a issue in particular i don't really care for but anyway in that so in the time since the last episode there's been other things that came out there have been videos of them of him in, in the house and and all of that and so the the one thing out of all of this uh as of right now that the whole narrative that he was just jogging that he was just he was just jogging down the street and just these two white guys saw him and just wanted to kill him at the very least that narrative is not true and, and just that right there so that part of it all is and even by saying that it makes it seem like oh you just you're trying to justify the, the murder and all that no i'm just saying that what was reported at first to make it seem like it was just you know these white guys just went went out just to kill a black guy because they just saw him walking you know running down the street that was it you know he was just jogging and oh let's just kill some black guy that's not that's not the case because obviously there was other things that was that was going on that doesn't give them the right to to do what they did but like i said there was more context to the story and so um all that's going to be played out when you know for the trial and whenever all that all that happens so more evidence is probably going to come out and everything i I do know one thing um there's a (laughs) not trying to make light of this but just this one aspect of it is it's funny to me in a way because i didn't think this happened but apparently everyone does it because when the video of him walking through the construction site and all of that came out and i mean, I was just shocked like all of a sudden all these people start coming out like oh i do that all the time <laughs> like i just didn't know that i didn't know people just walk around people's you know unfinished houses i I didn't know that was a thing honestly i i I don't walk through a a construction house in in someone's house that being you know constructed and all that i don't do that for the simple reason why i don't walk in someone's fully constructed house i just (laughs) it that's somebody's house well i'm just gonna walk around in it but again like this has nothing to as a as a commentary on him in particular because it seems like i just kept hearing about everybody does it everybody just walks through a construction site just to look around see how it's built i mean i i, I didn't do that i don't do that for 
Um, but maybe, like I said, maybe it's just me, and that's very well could be the case because I'm, you know, I just don't do that. I just personally, I just think that okay, that's somebody's house. I don't think just because it's under construction makes it any that changes that really. But anyway, again, apparently people the people do it all the time. So um, so yeah, so that. Well, as far as what happened there, there's been other reports as far as other things that, that has been going on. And so anyway, that's going to, that's all going to, it's going to play out on its own now. Um, as now you have the arrest of not only of the two men who were involved, also the person who video, um, who had the video that the first video everyone saw when they were struggling in the middle of the street, all of them have, I uh, think have been either, uh, arrested at least. And I guess, so now we'll have a trial and I guess we'll have more information, um, on this later on. So now as we get to the end here, because we're not going to go 70 minutes <laughs> only because, I'm just thinking about, I'm honestly, I, I, you know, I'm thinking about the last episode that we're going to do. Cause I'm, um, as of right now, we have an idea that we may have our last episode sometime late, sometime, I was, was going to say late this year, but no, it's going to be probably early next year. Um, with everything that's been going on that may change, but, um, as of right now, we're still looking at maybe our final episodes will probably be around, I don't know fairway of next year and so i'm already kind of thinking about what i'm gonna do only because it's gonna be the last one i'm just gonna go all out and so by going all out i'm gonna try to do a three-hour episode <laughs> just because since because this is the last one so anyway the one <laughs> the episode the last episode was almost a bit of a test run seeing how long i can just keep on flapping my gums but <laughs> but um <laughs> So that was 70 minutes and I was after 70 minutes, I was all right. I was like, okay, I probably could have used a drink of water, but other than that, I was fine. So I'm like, I could maybe do a three hour show for the last episode. So, um, anyway, I know I just, I guess the last thing I want to mention, I guess, and kind of going back about, um, just about opening up in general with all the States opening up and just people are, um, with with all these states, you know, some of the places are opening up. People are getting upset as far as the ones who want to you know, think this is too fast, or or thinking that um, how some people think that oh they're just trying to they're putting money in front of of people's lives and all that that they're um, that that they should continue to quarantine and that has basically become a, a partisan issue as well because what you're seeing is the states that are opening up tend to be the the red states the republican states and then the, the ones that are um staying in lockdown are the democrat states for the most part if not all of them uh, when i say in democrat states meaning for the most part is the uh like the governors uh, of those states um and so it's it's been a partisan issue just on that and I'll be lying to, to, to say that I don't think that um that the reason 
I, I would think the reason behind some of these Democrat governors, also the Republicans as well, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all, I think it's politics on both sides on top of the fact that of everything else. But I think both in a sense, it's a kind of a political issue because and so like these Democrats, as far as if they keep everything locked, locked down, they make the economy, you know, uh, worse. And so that reflects bad on Trump. Oh, that hurts his chances in 20, you know, in uh, India, I'm going to say 2020, like it's not 2020, but uh, it hurt his chances later this year. And, you know, in the general election and all that. Yeah. I think they're playing politics in that sense as well. And especially in some of this, <laughs> um, some of the stuff that they're doing, like they just shutting everything down to the point that it doesn't make sense. Like, but, um, but yeah, so with that, I just kind of wish we were able to get, I don't know, like the odds <laughs> uh, in a way, the odds of, of either contracting or, um, or, or whatever when it comes to coronavirus. I, I just wish we just kind of like this. These are the odds, kind of like the odds of what they say, like the odds of getting struck by lightning <laughs> or the odds or um, the odds of getting in a, in a car accident. Like, what are the odds of, of you contracting coronavirus? I know the odds as far as what the percentage of dying, <laughs> what is, you know, um, and I know I've already seen some stats, at least on asymptomatic cases that of the cases, according to the CDC, that is of the cases that, you know, that are been confirmed so far, 35% of those cases are asymptomatic. So those are the people that have already been tested. So who knows of the ones who have not been tested and all that. So that's a pretty big number, 35% who are asymptomatic. But think about that. The people who are asymptomatic, <clears throat> who are confirmed, confirmed cases for one day, are, they know. So they're probably not, you know, going around that they're either most definitely wearing a mask. I definitely hope so. If they've been tested and they, and they know they have it <laughs> and they're asymptomatic, I'm, I'm hoping they're wearing a mask or they're just not going out, out at all because they know that or one or have already been treated or whatever. But, um, but like I said, those are the ones who are confirmed because they've already been tested. So there's so many, you know, that have not, been tested and they could very well myself included so i mean i wear a mask for that reason because i don't even know if i'm asymptomatic i have no idea so that's the main reason for me when i'm wearing a mask i'm like because i could be potentially spreading around for all i know especially me in particular because or truckers in general because we've been going all over the country <laughs> so um and you know some of us could be asymptomatic some of us you know, or just outright catching it and just having having to be quarantined in our trucks, which is a is a thing that's going on too. Because we can't, if we find out that we have it, we got to stay in our truck for two weeks, which is something else. So, but anyway, like I said, I don't know if I'm asymptomatic or don't have it at all or whatever like that. But if if I am asymptomatic, I don't want to be potentially spreading it to people, especially people who could be high risk 
or even maybe maybe don't they don't know they're high risk and, and unfortunately they'll find out they're high risk after they've contracted it so i just don't want i just want to give the current you know the the common courtesy of um of uh of just wearing a mask just in case because until i can get tested and um I know right now some some places you're able to get tested without showing any symptoms because for for the longest time you wasn't um I couldn't just get a test because the only way you can be tested is because you have to show symptoms to get to be tested which makes sense because you don't want to just waste tests um just because but I think we got enough going around to where uh people can get tested if just you know just to know so all right so um so just want just want to say that and get that out and um also who just wanted to say i appreciate everyone listening <laughs> and um again this is trend chat and trendchat247.com most popular podcast outlets, you know, your Google Play, your iTunes, your Spotify, your iHeartRadio and whatnot. Again, and also, I also mentioned again, our podcast partners out there are also providing those, you know, supplies, I guess those pandemic supplies. And, um, and just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, you know, 1776united.com, COL1976, no, <clears throat> col1972.com for culture life also trumpmug.com so you put in the code trend chat at any of those sites you get 10 to 20 percent off and they like i said they're selling um, either they're selling mask or sanitizer or face shields or something like that anything to help out for people that are looking for the, some of those supplies so um but they're not you know they're not selling hydroxychloroquine so <laughs> they're not doing that yet <laughs> So, but okay, all right, all right. We're six. All right, we're almost back to seven minutes again. Okay, look, I, I did want to mention this about hydroxychloroquine because President Trump brought up about um that he revealed that he's taking it, and all you now all of a sudden you have the media out there. They they just like how he, how dare he's going to be taking something that's unproven or something like that. This drug that's been out there. For, for decades all of a sudden but now it's so controversial and to be honest and i i, I wish i hope people will kind of realize this the only reason hydroxychloroquine i said it right the first two times hydroxychloroquine is considered controversial is um mainly because trump just said it if president trump never said the word hydroxychloroquine and if he just said, I would just take it, I'm taking medication or he just never mentioned the name of the drug. This drug would not be controversial. The only reason it's controversial because he <clears throat> is in favor of it. That's the only reason. Because <clears throat> I, I tell you right now, if you flip this around and if there was something, uh, you know, Democrats was in favor of like for this drug the media wouldn't have any problem with it. They'd be trying, they'd be saying everyone should take it and they'd be trying to pass it out like it's candy at Halloween or something. So, but just because President Trump brought it up and he's in favor of it, it's just like now all of a sudden it's this controversial drug. 
So, um, so yeah. So, all right. Yeah, we just went and we ended on that. But um, again, appreciate you listening. Thank you for listening so much. And maybe next episode you hear your um area on our list of um locations in the top 10 so so check us out trendchat247.com and till next time we'll chat with you later Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.